I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains The birds sang too and they said This is a day to celebrate the savor The fruit So I said okay then What is the best way to Hey little peach Hello doll How are you? Good, how are you? Good, 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 good. Your bangs look beautiful Oh, thank you You're welcome I need um, to retrim mine, I feel Sometimes, not sometimes, all the time I just do it yourself from home yes I know and every time like I go to the I call it the beauty parlor my grandma always called it the beauty parlor so I I always call it that um every time I go to the beauty parlor I (laughs) I know they can tell because it didn't like it's not the same like growing out and everything but at this point I'm like whatever I see you do it I'll get I'll I'll get the gist of it it's gonna do its job it's gonna do it's gonna be fine it's and everything weird. grows. Everything grows. Exactly. Um, and as you know, I wear my hair back 99.9% of the time. So yeah, it's what you get. Um, well, welcome back, everyone. This is PS Pod. Or I'm not PS Pod. <laughs> oh, we are a pod. <laughs> this you is know PS. We have no plan. Welcome back. And this is- <laughs> I love we're, we're 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 making it happen. We're making it happen, right? We are. We yeah. are. It's been a busy day, so my mind is kind of all over the place. How's your day been, though? That's okay. Mine's fine. It's actually been busy too. I've had a couple of meetings at the office, hence why I'm wearing makeup. Um, but they were good meetings. Had to, oh, you know, work involved. Nothing, nothing major. Nothing cray cray. But good. all good stuff. You just so you just got back from New York again though, right? On Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So I spent the week on the East Coast. But the first half was in New York. The last half was in the main line, Philadelphia. So I was visiting family. Um okay. I was at my grandpa's celebration of life, which went really oh. well. It was so sweet. It was so fun. We did it at my aunt's house. And like it was a great family re- reunion and we haven't yeah. really seen each other in years and years my extended family so it was great that brings like joy to the event it helps it become more of a celebration when it's in an area that is homey and cozy and you're yes. like you get to be with people you don't see a lot yes exactly the first mm-hmm. half of the week was chaotic as always being in new york and working really hard and um but I'm trying to soak up this time. Like every time I say this, and I know this will bleed into what we're talking about today, but just like soak up the time that you're in. Um, I know one day I'm going to look back and be like, how cool was it that I was able to like travel to New York, my favorite city and, you know, be a busy working lady there. Like that's so fun. But I think in the moment it can feel chaotic. Oh, absolutely. I can only imagine. And, and also just like completely different sides of the country so it just adds a lot yes. with travel and time and and whatnot and I know some people at your work are buttholes but... <laughs> I know <laughs> but I hope that like you're you're just realizing that they don't matter no my immediate team is awesome which I feel like that's the most important thing and I feel like I lean on them a lot so that's I've like met some incredible people so I think I'm just it's easy to have a cynical eye when you're going through the motions of it all. And then I think when I like take a pause, it's, it's pretty awesome. And I'm, I'm pretty, this week I'm feeling grateful, I guess, about it. Good, 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 good. It's yes. so funny you say that cynical. Cause I was so cynical when I came home from our uh, staff meeting today. Cause there's, <laughs> I've, I've talked about it before, but there's this one person that I work with that is just 
just gets under my skin. And so I started just talking to Jeff about it instead of realizing how lucky I am to have my job and like the flexibility that I work from home and that, yeah, you know, my, my thing with my boss is so good. And I tend to forget that at times. And it's totally, it's a, a good mind exercise to remind yourself of what good is happening because then you attract that. I completely agree. And don't you feel like this is a really great transition into what we're talking about today? I feel like we're getting better at transition. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to tell everyone what are we talking about? What's our new series? Well, this was all from Peyton and I feel like it's such a good idea and it plays off of everything that we just talked about. Busy lives, everything in, in life can be hectic and tiring and and thankless. A lot of times we only hear when we're doing something wrong or it's not good enough, when in reality, most times we, we are probably doing things that are good enough and they are good and, and wonderful things are happening. So we decided that every Thursday, every last Thursday of the month, our episode will be about wellness and how we are taking care of ourselves and checking in with one another and doing what we can to stay centered mentally, physically, and spiritually, emotionally. A hundred percent. And I think we should throw out the disclaimer that this is not to contribute to this like restrictive mindset of wellness or this very certain specific definition of it. Like we want to show the real side of like our definitions and how we, um, Yeah. I mean, basically just contribute positively to the conversation about wellness. Cause I think oftentimes in media, especially it is like this really kind of gross combo about like what you should do to restrict yourself or how to get skinny or what to do and how to like, right. All these kind of triggering things. And so it's more so like you said, this holistic mindset around how we approach wellness and what we're doing to positively kind of influence our body, mind, soul, et cetera. Exactly. Exactly. And with that being said, it's okay if you have goals that are separate from just like say a a physical goal. It's okay if you have that, but what we're hoping to preach is that you do it in a way that's healthy for yourself and positive. And so it's a good experience and you learn and you learn how to change yourself and your, your life and your habits for good. Not like you said, in a restrictive, um, way that honestly is more harm than anything. Agreed. Agreed. So that's, that's the plan. And this first one, we thought we could maybe share our own little wellness journeys so far where we're at, maybe share some goals. So kick it off peach. I'll start. I can start. Of course. Um, yes. So I've kind of mentioned this bits and pieces, I feel like throughout the pod, but I was a college athlete. I started playing volleyball in high school. I was always a very active kid, but high school is when I really started taking it seriously. And then, um, so my kind of idea of wellness was really tied to my physical body. Like I didn't do much else besides working out for my sport. So it was very much like, how do I improve my, the strength of my legs to jump higher? How do I get shoulder balance to have like, you know, more fluidity? bless you. you. More kind of like 
fluidity with my, when I hit like those types of things. And then in college, it was exponentially more intense, obviously being a D one athlete. Like we had a fitness coach, a nutritionist, like all these different people that were monitoring our bodies and making sure we were in the absolute best shape of our lives. Um, which, you know, we were, it was, it was Brown. It wasn't like these intense D one schools, but still we had huge still a regiment. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So it was still intensive. We had three times a week where we did weightlifting and, and training and we have fitness tests every year. And like, it was definitely intense. So transitioning out of that mindset after six years of like this intense definition and, and really feeling like wellness meant, you know, physical body. Like I really, truly did not understand all the different elements of it. Um, and then I wrote my thesis on it my senior year of college about like Instagram and and how it can become really detrimental to women in particular around food, fitness, and fashion. And so I was like analyzing it and theorizing it. Like I've always been thinking about it basically. And then transitioning out of that that mindset and into the corporate world, inevitably my wellness definition had to shift because it couldn't, I could not train like I used to train. Um, it couldn't just be about my physical body. Sometimes I needed to de-stress from work. Sometimes my mentality was so like chaotic because of this new corporate environment. I couldn't do, you know, this intense workout. I had to do something a bit more slow. So yeah, I think that's like how I transitioned out of an intense sort of mindset. And I remember you saying when you started your wellness journey, I guess, were you also in this intense mindset? Yes, I think so. And i something to like that we can bring up later. I love how you said or mentioned, I think this is so important, like as life changes, what you can do with your days will change as well. And we tend to hold ourselves to the same schedule or standard as what we used to do when our lives were full of totally different things, totally different people, totally different purposes. And I'm very guilty of that. I 100% am. But yeah, my... I would say mine was the, sorry, everybody blowing my nose. Um, (laughs) I would say that my journey was similar in some ways. I was never an athlete. I am (laughs) a terrible athlete, to be very honest (laughs) with you. Like, absolutely terrible. No balance. Yet, I try because I I like yoga. I'm trying to learn my skateboard. And so I want to do these things. But I grew up in the military and fitness is everything because that's how you can achieve. That's how you, you know, protect. You have to be fit. You have to take care of people. And your body is your tool. Your body is your tool. Your body is your weapon, everything. So, you know, we were taught to work out and that's important. And it was never, ever, and I do want to stress this, it was never something that was pushed on us in a negative way. Like said, you have to look like this. You have to be like this. Absolutely not. Never, ever. But we always had fun runs and turkey trots and things like that. And we would go to the gym. We'd meet my dad at his gym and we would work out every night. And it was honestly like family bonding and it was wonderful. And I'm honestly so thankful for that because that is my foundation. Mm -hmm. But then once I started to get older and getting in high school and I was not popular, I was the shy girl. I did have issues with self-confidence and seeing others that didn't have those issues and also looked different from me Mm -hmm. was really hard. And 
most of them were a cheerleader or volleyball or anything, to be honest with you. And, you know, they were fit. And so that really started to screw with my mental health yeah, and also physical. And throughout that, then through the rest of high school, through all of college, I just totally struggled with it, body image, everything. And going from extreme workouts to extreme diets that were so, so bad for me, you know, and it was so bad. I know. We all did it though. And it was sort of the way of the time too. We were like not acknowledging the fact that like magazines and these like pop culture and the things that were hot and pretty and like marked mm -hmm. as that were very, it's like really kind of yucky standards that women were held to in the media. So I think that was also hard growing up in that era. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it just, I, and mental health wasn't talked about as much. Exactly. Back then. And it's not that it wasn't even talked about. I just don't even think it was something that everybody was aware of. So I agree. It, it's just what it is. There's no, there's no fault. It's just how it was back then, you know, just right. like anything in life, it evolves and things come up and then we have to figure it out. Um, you know, what's so funny though. I also grew up with a military dad who was in the army for nine years and oh, he also right. yes. instilled this very intense mindset around in a positive way, honestly, like you said, uh, of like your body is this like important thing that you should work mm-hmm. out and you should, and he still works out three times a week. He's 66 years old. So it sounds like daddy too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a like, thousand percent. He there, can outrun me. He can do anything. Yep. Same with my dad. And, and he's been in the corporate world also for like very long time. So I'm like, how do you maintain this? So I think it's just become a part of the DNA and, and I think it rubs off on the kids too. So I can definitely resonate with your experience. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you know, there's something about it as well. That's always stuck in my mind. I, I do correlate physical fitness and health with personal pride, you know, your body is a reflection of who you are and how you take care of yourself. Obviously, there are situations that come about in our lives that we go through hard times or we don't have control over, and we all get that. Like, we've all been there. But I am a big believer of personal pride in how we present ourselves. So all of that to be said brings me now to here. I I, I try and think of physical health in, in a, a better healthy way, but I, I struggle with it. I struggle with it every single day. You know, I, I won't hold anything back on here because I feel like this is the place that we should talk about it. And, you know, I, anybody should talk about it. There's nothing to be ashamed of, but I struggle with waking up in the morning and just wondering about food and, and nervous about, will I work out enough? Or what if I eat this? What if we go to dinner? Like that's going to screw me up. Like, how will I look in my in my dress, if we do something or whatever. Mm. And I've started to realize, or I've, I've, I have realized, but I'm starting to remind myself with more intention that the people I'm trying to impress are people that I don't even know, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like my friends, my family, they, they love me and they give me validation and everything. And it's so kind, Mm -hmm. but when your, your mind is kind of warped to think a a certain way, it's, it takes time to get out of that. And it takes a lot of like personal work, just physically. A lot, a lot. And I think that's not spoken about. I totally agree with you that like, I think 
it takes a lot more mental effort than people think to just become healthier with how you speak to yourself. And that goes for physical, mental, like the whole docket of things. But I totally agree. It's a lot of work. It is. And that and that obviously flows to your mental health and how you're thinking and treating yourself like you just said. And I've always liked this saying, would you speak to your friends like you speak to yourself or you know, something like that? And it's such a good clap back when you're not being kind to yourself. I know. Right. I agree. I think I love that quote. And I, I definitely resonate with what you were saying. So I'm, I'm happy you're that vulnerable because I feel like I have definitely gone through this huge process with wellness and really focused on it. And I started therapy over, over COVID COVID was when was a point where I'm sure you can resonate with this, where it was like a point where my gym was closed and I was still going consistently six times a week. I was still eating, you know, mainly veggies and lean meats and all these different things. And I told myself like, that's what I want. This is what I want. This is my choice. I'm healthy and this is happy. This makes me feel good. But, and, and it was largely, um, on paper, but inside I was really questioning what I was eating. I was really regimented. I had to eat every three or four hours. I was very cognizant of when I was going to have my next meal, what it was going to be. I would plan, I would change my activities the day before if I was having a bigger meal the next day. And all this to say, none of that is necessarily bad. It was just for me overtaking too much of my mental space. Like, I don't want to think of, for me, I don't want to think about food this much. Like, I don't think it's that big of a priority for me. Like I want to live life and I have seven other things I want to think about in the morning before that. So that's what I worked on. And I really worked on it. And I really, and it was really hard. And COVID was like this forced thing where it's like, you can't go out. You can't Mm -hmm. do your intensive circuits and your runs and you have to do it from home and you have three pounds. That's it. Like those are your thing. Those are your options. And it was such a necessary reset for me. I can't even tell you, like I am totally different now because of it. I, we are situations are completely mirrored. They're the exact same started therapy as soon as well, probably a month into COVID because I realized, well, I had been doing therapy for a few years, but it, it just got like more intense and you're right. I was not able to go to the gym every day. My mom and I had like this regiment. We would go after work every single day. And I did enjoy it. Like I yeah. loved it. I, I really did. And I felt good. Like yeah. I like going to the gym. I like working out. Me too. It's the th- It probably makes me feel my best mentally and physically. But you were saying, maybe you were saying, but can you get caught up in the motions of, or, or sometimes if you miss that regimen, then it can feel like really, really like you're, I don't know, maybe I don't want to speak for no, you, but maybe no. that's where you're going. Yes. A hundred percent. And so, you know, if I did something out of my normal schedule, it would screw me up and mentally yeah. I it would block, it would block yeah. me. And that's all I could think about all yeah. I can think about. And it all relates to each other. It's like this cycle, right? Like hundred percent and being too inflexible with anything in life and too regimented with anything in life and being too hold yourself to too high of a standard with anything. It can be not great. No matter how healthy the activity is, it can still be unhealthy. It can net out to be unhealthy. Right. And that's what I learned through therapy. And I'm sure you did too. And so it's like, 
I probably have softened and gained weight and had these different things over the past two or three years, but I am wildly happier. I can't like wildly happier with this. Like I am proud to share that. Like that has been such a journey for me over years and years. And like I said, I wrote a thesis all about this. I was really wanting to analyze this and better myself in that way. And I mainly do walks and yoga and spin as my forms of exercise. And if I miss a day of workouts, I'm okay. I actually don't even think about it, you know? And I mainly go for walks for the outdoor to listen to music, to cool down. And I eat what I, what sounds good. And Mm -hmm. if I haven't had a salad in a few days, then I'll have a salad. And then if, you know, I don't really think about it in a way that's like, I have to have X amount of carbs, X amount of protein, X amount of fats, every single meal. I have to eat three, you know, every three hours, that's truly how I thought about it. And it was very robotic. And now I'm very much more aligned with like, just, it's just not a big part of my life. It's just like, it it is in that, like, I love movement, but I guess, I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but I think it's just not a explaining it totally right. And it's like, it's so nice. I'm sure other people will totally connect with this and feel the same as I, but it's like, it's, it gives you hope in in a sense of like, no matter where you're at or right. what you want to change, you right. can, you know, you totally can. And I, I, I think that that's inspiring that you've been able to change such a, a huge part of not only your, your physical days, but your mental days on what you're thinking about and doing to now where you're at peace with yes. however it rolls out. And not to say every day is perfect. Of course, it's such a journey. And to anyone who says they figured it all out, they're lying. But I think about anything, about anything, yes. but especially with your body and your mind and your self-care, because I think it's, it's just going to vary depending on your season of life. And right now my season of life is like, I am pouring all of my effort into creativity, my job, my career, this business, this brand, like spending time with you and and friends and my husband and like that's where my mental space is. And so food and fitness are falling to the wayside. And there are moments where I'm like, oh, this should, this should come up a bit more. And honestly, maybe we can dive into that because I think self-care can easily fall down on our priority list when we are super, super busy. Yeah. So anyways, like I'm struggling with that, with incorporating it actually more than I, than I can be, but I think I might've swung the pendulum too far, if that makes sense. Like uh, you know, I think you have to. I think you have to go drastically yeah. one way or the other to realize, okay, let yes. me find that that medium because I've been here and I've also been here. So how yes. do I get right here in the middle? And that's just time. It's just time. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And in that time or in those moments where maybe, you know, your physical priorities have fallen a little bit to the wayside. It sounds like your mental priorities have really gone up and your mental wellness is doing wonderful. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I do think you'll just need different things at different times. Like for six years, I needed to prioritize my physical health. I was an athlete and that was a part of my role and identity. And now this, the latter six years, my mental space, my identity have really been revolved around like my relationships and my corporate identity and my, my business and brand identity, whatever that means. So it's like, it, it, you'll just need different things at different times. Right. Absolutely. I think absolutely our roles change. Our lifestyles change. Yeah. What is needed from us, from others change what yeah. we need from ourselves change. And, you know, 
I think also getting to the point where you recognize you need to show up more for yourself, that's hard. And that's like, you're having a a lot of times it only happens when you like hit that brick wall and you're like, whoa, okay, Mm. something needs to change. Yeah. Whatever that is for you, or if it's multiple things, you know, it makes you take a step back and realize, okay, this is the life I have, the only life I have. And I need to make sure that I am protecting myself and my health, because if I can do that, then I can help others. You can't really do much for other people if you're not working on yourself. I agree. In ways. And I know that that can vary and that has, you know, it ebb and flows and there's different colors to it, but I do feel like you are your best for other people when you're at your best. And I think it also really falls with like, what do you part or what do you find value from? And I, I can speak to the fact that I found a lot of value from external validation. I will be the first to admit that I, right. Like I loved when people were like, when I walked into a room, they're like, you look great. You look like I loved that. I loved wearing really tight clothes and really like accentuating my body. And again, not to say that this doesn't exist today, but I think it's just not, it's not there as heavy as it was when I was growing up and focused purely like all of my, not all of it, but a lot of my value was on my, on how I looked. And I think that's shifted because of the work I've done, but I don't know. How do you feel? Well, you know, I'm so conflicted on it because I I feel the exact same way, but it's hard because when you have these conversations, it's, I feel like people hear what you're saying, but they're not listening. I know. So they take it extreme. It's like, okay, what we're saying right now is not against a fit body. No. Whatsoever. Like that no. is my goal. That's a lot of people's goals. And I think those are wonderful goals. Like you should do that if that's what your goal is and you feel good. What we're trying to say is if you're doing that in an unhealthy way and it's taking away from your quality of life, that's what needs to change. You know, it's the process. The process is what needs to be beneficial to you. Not the outcome. You can want whatever outcome you want, but you have to, I hate saying have to, but we should want and work on doing them in the best helpful ways for us physically, mentally, spiritually. That's a really good call out. I feel like often we run into this, this topic when we, when we talk about our podcast, because it's not to say like the traditional way of life and the traditional job and the traditional goals and you know, these like fit bodies, whatever. It's not to say that's the wrong way to live. It's just not the only way to live. Like, and I think that's what we're saying because it's always the thing that society deems best. And so it's more so like, that's one option of many options. And you don't have to let be one or the other. You could be a bunch of all of it on different levels. You you don't have to fit in any box. You don't have to do anything but what you want for your life. And you should be empowered to do that. You know? Exactly. Exactly. I, I, I do hate that about society right now, that if you say something, then you've got to mean it in a negative way. And it's not 100%. that at all. And it's if you not. Say, no, if you say this one thing, then you mean everything about it. It's like, who, who lives like that? No, no one. White? Nobody. Yeah. No. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And people, especially with the topic of wellness, it gets really sensitive. And I think yeah. it's because it's eating disorders are a huge problem. Like we can just acknowledge that. And like, there are problems with the way we speak about bodies in our media, but I think that's probably why people are sensitive to it. 
But also, like you said, it's such a personal thing. Like what my wellness and self-care goals are going to be wildly different than yours and wildly different than everyone listening. So maybe would it help to, because like, I'm curious about what is your definition of self-care? Because it probably is a lot different than mine. And it changes all the time, but I do feel like it's centering myself and connecting with what makes me feel at peace and happy in and feeling good most days than not. Like I could, I could roll into some of my goals that I kind of went to because I do feel like that kind of gives a good blanket over how I feel about wellness because there are so many like little facets that come into it for me. Obviously exercise, what we were saying, because I do, I'm a big believer in physical movement and endorphins and that helping my brain as somebody that has had depression and anxiety and still deals with it. Movement is essential for me. I preach that left and right. I'm not saying it's the cure all for anybody. It's not the cure all for me, but it is essential. It is everything, everything. And then past that, it's waking up early, having a schedule, like making sure I'm filling my day with positive things, playing music, spending time outside. Sunshine brings me joy, like doing everything like that. Another goal of mine is to start writing like journaling because you really inspired me for that. And, you know, taking time to note on what I'm thankful for or like my goals, what our hopes are, what we want to build PS with everything. And then just having meaningful conversations where I'm truly connecting. And like I said earlier, not just hearing, but listening to my husband, my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, you know, my friendships, you, and being there, like being there for people and doing the same for myself. I love that. That's so weird. Not at all. Okay. I loved that. I was just sitting there like a fangirl. It's like, yeah, I'm Um, your biggest fan. I that's amazing and that's so all-encompassing exactly to your point that it is not just one facet it is multifaceted exactly and you know the end goal for me is all of that will hopefully add up to you know finding my voice that I'm comfortable with and my confidence and just being who I am because I am who I am and I know who I am and I'm not changing it but I want to be more confident in that. That's awesome. And I feel like those are great goals that are very tangible. Like I think what I struggle with sometimes is is setting those tangible goals because my definition of self-care is very like ethereal. Um, is very oh, like for sure. I mean, not really, but it's just it's just more so like just being aligned with my inner self. But I'm like, what does that even mean? So I think it's it, it's just, but it's like not letting anyone else define what that is. Like just waking up and being like, what do I need today? And really being mindful with that is a very hard thing for me to be completely real with you. Like I look at TikTok or I'll turn to TV or I'll see my favorite, like Hailey Bieber right now. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessing over. I'll like watch her routines. And instead of just being like, what do I want to do? Like, what do I want to do? Do I want to wake up early this week? Fun. Okay, cool. Do I want to journal this week? Great. Do I want to do an intensive like seven day fit thing? Great. Like I just need to be more aligned with my inner self. That's my goal. I love that. I love that because we don't need to reflect who somebody else is. You just have to be yourself. And going back to what you said earlier, 
it's our life. It's your life. So it doesn't have to be anything like somebody else's. And you know what? If your definition of wellness is inner alignment, then that's your definition. Right. Exactly. And that can look in many different ways. And I love turning to things for inspiration and like to try new things. It's super fun. I love trying new kind of like wellness and self-care things like really into my skincare regimen from oh, Haley Bieber, you Let are. me say that too, like skincare. I love it. <laughs> and lots of water. Yes. And like- Makes me feel good. Like I, makes you feel good. It makes me feel super chic and fun, putting on nice PJs and doing my little self-care. So I love those things to me are self-care, but also like- um I like I, the the hour walk for me is just like my number one self care thing. I don't care. I don't talk to anyone. I don't look at work. I don't think about anything other than the music I'm listening to and the beautiful nature around me. And that is truly the best thing I can do for myself because it's like movement. It's outdoors. It's mindfulness. It's quiet time. It's almost like a form of meditation. A you know, thousand percent. It's space. You're connecting with the space around you and letting everything else go. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll also, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. I will also say, I think sometimes scrolling through social media is really self-care for me. I think it really quiets my, I know people are like, that's the antithesis of like self of self-care and people have a lot of opinions about that. But I think it's really fun to look at what my friends are up to and find some inspo and get, feel creative and scroll through feeds and honestly zone out a little bit. Like I don't think that's that bad. My mind is constantly chaotic. I love cooling down with social media. It's great. (laughs) Peach, I'm right there with you, especially recently, like building this aesthetic in our Instagram. Yeah. I am on Pinterest every night just finding these. It's so fun and it's creative and it gets my mind rolling on ideas of photos and everything. And just, I love that as well. And another thing for me, reality TV. I don't care. I, most people in my life, absolutely hate it. My whole family, all of my friends, but it is my thing. Like when I need to relax, I watch the housewives fighting and bitching each other out. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's my joy. I mean, that is what I'm saying. And same with wine. Like I think a lot of people are like, alcohol is not great for self-care and self-care means green juice or whatever else. And that's what I mean when, and to some people it does, but to me, I love myself a glass of wine, a nice TV show, you know, like it's just some Chinese food if you want. Yeah. It's just like, it's exactly. It can be that. And then one night it could be a Hailey Bieber smoothie and a salad and, uh, and journaling. Like it just varies. And that's my point about like aligning with my inner self. What do I need today? Yeah. You have to pay attention to what's going on with your body and what you're feeling, what you're thinking. And if you don't, then you definitely will hit some roadblocks. Yeah. But I like this. I feel like this is something that will be good for you and I as well because we can check in, right? Every month, yes. at, at the end of every month, we can check in on our goals. Like what have we, what has worked for us? How have we felt better? How have we felt worse? Like anything along those lines. And I know we've talked about this, but perhaps we can focus on specifics each each time or what, or have, a, you know, a, a guest on that is specializes in you name it yeah I mean why not the sky's our limit why why don't we reach out to a bunch of wellness people and see if they can come speak to us because I think it is cool to hear different points of view and like 
I don't know. It's it's all about having combos and being open-minded with this type of stuff. But I will say one of my goals, my tangible goals is to cook for myself more because that's been a real big struggle for me because of travel. Yeah. And when I travel a bunch, I'm obviously ordering out because I'm not home. And then I get into that routine of ordering out. And then when I come home, I'm like, I want my comfort food. I want to order pizza and watch TV. I just traveled all day. And so it just become when I travel every couple of weeks, it's like, girl that became your life you know well, that just brought something else up and i won't i won't talk about this too much but maybe this could be a whole episode there's a difference between self-care and our mentality of treat yourself yes. right because treat yourself can go way too far whether that's spending money you don't need to spend eating a cake every night or you know ordering food that is just out of a budget or whatever it is there is a difference there you can treat yourself every now and then because that's good for you but if that becomes that regular pattern, that's, yeah. you know, it's detrimental. Then it's a lifestyle. It's not just a once in a while right. treat yourself. It's a, and, and yeah, I mean, so that is my goal is to cook for myself, to order myself groceries and cook for myself. It's a waste of money. It's, it's a bunch of food that like, I don't, you know, I end up just eating comfort food more Same. frequently than I do like wholesome food that actually fills me. So that's a goal. That's a wonderful goal. We can talk recipes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. Cause I think that's my biggest thing is like, I don't really want to cook what I've always cooked. I, I was on it. the same docket. I, um, I actually love cooking vegan food. So I'll send you some Ooh, good stuff. Please. Yeah. And my sister-in-law shout out to Melissa Coleman. Her handle is the faux Martha. She's a huge blogger, a food blogger, and she has a cookbook as well. I'll send you that. Oh my gosh. Love that. Great right. plug. Yeah. She has um, great, great recipes. Well, do we have anything else for this first self-care episode? No, I feel I feel good. Thank you guys for listening. This is going to be a series, like Emily said, the end of every month. We're really excited. But send in ideas as well if yes, you have certain topics. Do. Yeah, send us on Instagram, email, follow us on TikTok. We have a TikTok as well. And um, or pretty much you could just text us because we know our family and friends. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But thanks thank everyone. So much. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains. The birds sang too and they said, This is a day to celebrate the savor, the fruit you paid for. So I said, Okay, then what is the best way to?